0: January 18, 2023, It's a Waffle Pedro Show.
1: wife
2: number four You to pay from the other three You have kids all over town They're just numbers without names They had diamonds in the rough They have turkeys in the straw But you were never around
0: For Pedro's show, happy Wednesday. Start off the show with uh, this is when Thelonious Monk did that uh, summer '57. Thelonious Monk, John Coltrane, big uh, sea change in his life. This is live at the Five Spot, 1957. In Walk Bud uh, Underground album, Mister Monk did in the '60s. It, ha- it actually has words, and they list all the cats. Bud being Bud Powell, right? Okay, and then we had Mark Bingham with the bells. And for the third time on the Watford Pedro show, I'm very honored to have with me because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention. Brother yeah. Mark Bingham, well aboard okay. again, Mark. This time from Tuscaloosa, visiting his son, he teaches Big Tide. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're putting out these records, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk. Let's uh, learn about
3: it. Um. Well, I made, uh, you know, over the last 50 years, I made a lot of records. And so I collected a lot of them, and they're now going put to them, put them out again. So essentially, it'll be a giant band camp. We can go to band camp and hear whatever they want.
0: <laughs> right. And and is it like in a, a timeline, chron- chronologic, or is it more well, like
3: Well, kind of, a- sort of, like the stuff that's about to come out has... One of them is a new one from last year that's called William Blake in Bakersfield.
0: Rob, we're going to play and, that right after we get done spieling here. I picked it from yeah, number two. Yeah.
3: And the other one is to and from the afterlife. And that one has a bunch of stuff with people that where I've done a lot of spoken word stuff, which is, you know, commercial death, but I like it. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, one is Alan Ginsberg piece that I made with him in, 87 or 88 in that era, and it was too intense for the record we were making because it was very political. Yeah. And everything Alan was talking about has come true, so now it's <laughs> here we are again. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: uh, Leonard Cohen did all right with that kind of spoken, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's the one guy, right? <laughs> yeah, he's the one guy who could, who could do it. And so, we're talking 50 years, so you, you must have a buttload of stuff to go through.
3: Well, I mean, that was the thing with the pandemic. I got to go through all the stuff that I had since, and I threw away, I copied and threw away a lot of old tapes that you could cook and then play once. And, I, you know, I wrote a book during the pandemic. I did a when, lot of when stuff. You when you when say had, cook,
0: I, you mean you actually put the tapes in the oven, right? To like rescue yeah. them, to get one more play out of them, yeah.
3: Yeah, a well, hundred and, 100 and, some people say a hundred uh, fifteen, some people go up to 140. My convection oven was 130, I think. And it works, yeah. And it, it uh, the oxides restore. And then after that, it'll start flaking. Okay. You see that, people? Uh,
0: the old days, the tapes didn't last. I mean, Hollywood's got the same problem with the film, right? It, it didn't last. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. So not everything in the old days is so special.
3: <laughs> no, I mean, I've got analog tape machines. People forget how difficult it was to maintain analog tape machines so they sounded good. Right. And, and you know, you, you really had to every day. You, every had day. To, you know, you had to spend a half an hour before every session being nice to the machine. Right.
0: And then the tapes you brought in, everyone was a little different. So they'd have these things called tones that you could like tones recalibrate and, yeah. the azimuths and so Yeah.
3: And, and bias, bias like, also. there was tricks tricks to biasing you'd bi- over bias the track that the hi hat was going to be on and right. to get more you know there was more, all bias, more of high tricks. end
0: yeah. yeah people that that's what determined the darkness or the brightness was the bias yeah there was yeah. a whole bunch of uh voodoo that went into analog world people
3: you used to edit with yeah. razor blades yeah i mean <laughs> i did a I did a Charles Ives opera once with cutting it doing eight bars at a time cutting it with a razor blade <laughs> and dudes would dudes would razor blade twenty four tracks right oh I, yeah I mean it used to cut but I mean I, when I was in school uh and you had to study this electronic music and all this and people didn't know how to do it so I could make fifteen bucks a pot by doing people's edits for them so I'd, you know. <laughs> Kept kept me in weed, you know? Yeah, yeah. The most dumb money. (laughs) Mark, I want to play
0: William Blake Bakersfield. All right. (laughs)
2: Even stars begin to glow, birds quiet in the trees. The moon is just a flower, sitting high on heaven's knees. you don't care, and nothing less I shouldn't, I shouldn't care, I shouldn't care, I shouldn't care, I shouldn't care. Why does my heart hide its joy while blossoms grow and bloom? They flower High in God's own Dressing rooms In every cry That no one sees but me Children's voices from the street As the dews of night My heart hide its joy While mountains sit and wait Feel like you're doing the first Don't stop swinging on the gun. He's playing free. Take it again. Take it in the middle.
4: Take three.
0: Τι όμω το είπε αυτό έπρεπε να πω κάτι έτσι. Και σιγά σιγά το Έχει ελευθερία
4: φανταζής με το να πεθάνουν οι γυναίκε να πεθάνουν. Αλήθεια, μιλάει έτσι.
0: Pedro Show at Chuck of Music, starting off William Blake in Bakersfield. William Blake was from a couple hundred years ago, people. he's kind of free spirit ahead of his time. Trippy paintings, yep. incredible oh, yeah. po- poetry. It's a, totally a free thinker man. so way ahead. Bakersfield, everybody knows about uh, Merrill Haggard. Oildale, n- nearby. D. Boone's pop ended up, you know, before D. Boone got to Pedro, because his pop was from uh, Nebraska, but he really liked Bakersfield. And that's why when I met D. Boone, the only he only knew credence for a rock band. His pop was way into Buck Owens, which uh, he had a club there in Bakersfield. Uh, Miles oh, Davis. Yeah. After that, this is something you gave me, Mark. Uh, some kind of outtake in the studio or Miles. Miles didn't like to give a lot of direction. He didn't like talking about music. I'm just finishing my seventh book on uh, John Coltrane. And yeah, Monk would talk, you know, Blue Street, but not Miles. Man, he wanted you to find it on your own.
3: Well, he says something in this. He's like, Frank. I know he says a little bit. That's what blew my mind, you know. <laughs> and I had, do you know? Uh, did you ever meet uh, Bob Belden? No, I did. Belden, Belden was a great arranger and uh, alto player, and he ended up being like the head of something at Sony to reissue, and that's why I've got like a hundred Miles Davis outtakes from Belden. Ah,
0: okay. And, and
3: just him talking to talking to Tio.
0: Tio, right. In fact, yeah. one of the last recordings John Coltrane did with Miles Davis was called Tio, And I think he had, yeah. what I'm reading, it was in the C.O. Simpkins book. Uh, Hank Mobley was on the tenor at that time, and he's lost. The chords got him lost. John Coltrane, why they're running the tape. He's putting the mouthpiece together, so he gets everything down just right in time for the solo. Yeah, for uh Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's in the book. It's it's trippy when you read so many books on the same guy because you can see who leaves out what stuff, includes other stuff, gets the things kind of different. It's just a trip. Uh, after that was something else you gave me, Mark, pretty bitchin'. In fact, you were at this gig, this cat beef hard people, at Ludwell, Ludlow Garage, Cincinnati, 1970. Woe is a me Bob.
3: Woe is a me
0: <laughs> That's right, that's right. And you, were, and you said both. Drumbo and Art Tripper on this gig, right?
3: Yeah, and Elliot Ingber's last gig on guitar. Oh,
0: yeah. Eel.
3: Wing, right? What was his name? Well, no, I maybe he had a name. Okay. There was Zoodhorn Zoodhorn Rolo. Rollo. Heel wing fingerling. Yeah. Zoodorn yeah. Rolo was a giant dude. Right, right. Played guitar. And we had like a five foot four trumpet player. Yeah. And Zoodhorn Rolo took a liking to him and was chasing him around. It was one of the funniest weekends.
0: <laughs> you know,
3: because uh, the he lives up in Eugene, <laughs> Oregon these days. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. I think he gives uh, lessons by Skype over the internet. Uh oh, yeah, yeah, watch out. <laughs> okay, and uh, I I recommend people the Mike Barnes book on Captain Beefheart because you could with YouTube.com, you could sit and listen to every song he talks about being recorded. You know what we're talking? All twelve records over the seventeen years, forty three different versions of Magic Man. Sometimes his magic band, sometimes the magic band. It's beautiful viewing the, the cabin. I even got to talk to him right towards the end there. He was on a radio. Who was Christine McKenna was interviewing him. I was the last one to call in. I asked him about the middle, uh, strictly personal. He said, you to scare me. He said, that was just shit that was laying around we put on. Huh. <laughs> Don't ask.
3: <Yeah>.
0: Spotsky <laughs> after that with door-to-door job. Okay. Spotsky out of the hospital. He's healing up at home now. His lungs up in Sheboygan. He's got to have a lung transplant and stuff. But so everybody thinking of him. I love that man. Victoria Shen after that with part seven of eight of her piece, Red Be- uh, Breast. This is with her thing called the base collar. She can wear this thing and bring low notes. She's an inventor, you know, besides teaching physics and shit. At, uh, I think now Stanford. Uh, Carl Stone, I believe. Out of Tokyo with uh, Toki War- Warai. And he's been teaching there. But he used to have a radio show on KPFK in the 70s called uh, Imaginary Landscape. named after a John Cage song. And That's where I learned a lot of experimental music listening on Friday nights. Thank you, Mr. Carl Stone. The Hatch out of Hokkaido with Ask Human, brand new. And then Mark Bingham with Shortwave. I found this. I think it's ah. a record, 1989,
3: something, Right. something as Human. I pass for Human. I
0: pass for Human, yeah. Well, what's the story
3: on yeah. that record? Um, I don't know. You know, I started making a record in the mid, in 85, and uh, I had a studio in New York, uh, sort of. Um, I had built the studio, and then I couldn't afford to equip it, and then Phil Glass and his entourage equipped it, so I was still able to come in and use the place. So I got some people I knew in there and we cut some tracks and then uh, I ended up finishing it. I went to Dallas and finished it. You know, I was kind of glomming any free studio that I could get to get it done. And then I mixed it in New York at this other studio and uh, then it set. And uh, then the the REM manager guy ended up putting it out on their little label called Doggone Records. Whoa. And... Uh, and that was it. And it it came out, and it it was on went around the world. It was on this Sky Ranch label in France, and uh, you know, I mean, there's some beautiful shit on that record, I think, to this day. And uh, I was listening to a few tracks. Is, I found
0: it on YouTube.com, and I was listening to a bunch yeah. of them.
3: It's uh, funny. It's on YouTube. I have no idea why, but uh, well, it so has you got a fan has out John there. Zorn. <laughs> John Zorn is playing parts on it, Mr. John Zorn. You know, he's playing. Alto. He's playing part. And if you hear, there's Giant Steps on there, and you can hear me and Zorn shredding on the start of Giant Steps.
0: Whoa. Okay.
3: Yeah. A little quote. A
0: little <laughs> quote. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, January 18th, 2023. Lot for Pedro So Special guest, Mark Bingham. Hold tight for hour two. January t 2023. It's the second hour of the Lot for Pedro Show. for pedro show started the second hour off mark bingham doing asshole to appetite almighty op after that with bunny in a bear suit thud with abide jeb lloyd nichols fold me up and finally the world bank strings and susa is that <laughs> john phillips Souza?
3: <laughs> well you know sousaphones in new orleans you know that's that, that, they're not,
0: I, I was going to say they're not some, tubas. i'm going to say there's great sousaphone on this track now people uh a, two a sousaphones a tuba that you could wear in the marching band because it wraps around your ass Yep. yeah yeah and they're uh they're usually plastic right
3: well this one's not plastic but, oh okay yeah and uh yeah it's john gross the guy's name is and he's in the He's the sousaphone player in the Treme Brass Band, so he plays a lot of trad. But we had this crazy band, like for you know, we a duo like that that you know could clear the room fast. Kind of band. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Billy from Descends called that a hall raker.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: now, 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 that remember Dirty Dozen Brass Band? That cat could play some sousaphone in that uh, band.
3: Oh. He he's the guy. I mean, John Gross would. Be very. Everyone in the world would play different than without Kirk Joseph. Kirk Joseph. Kirk Joseph really that's invented. the guy's
0: name. Yeah.
3: He's the. Uh, you know, he's like the Jocko guy in the sense right. that or, or, took or that Ch- Jack- instrument into another realm.
0: Or Chacho, the Cuba bass player guy. You know. Uh, oh, right. I'll tell you where there's some gotcha. bitchin'. Uh, some bitchin tuba is in mariachi. There's some right. fucking. Oh, you yeah, wouldn't yeah. believe some of the. Baselines coming out of that, sh- you know. A lot of times it's guitaron, but when they get on the tuba, it's like bitching. Like
3: oh yeah, oh yeah, no, it's crazy. Oh, you know, speaking of Cuba, you should yeah. sometimes dig out that Cubanismo in New Orleans, the Mardi Gras Mambo record. There's oh yeah, some cool yeah, stuff yeah, On there, okay, that's okay. some cool stuff we did on there. So okay, okay, yeah, I got to I got to go work with those guys in Havana. It was pretty amazing. Oh, you got to go there. Did you go yeah. via Mexico? Uh, yeah, I went to Cancun and then flew in. And we had to get a Canadian... Uh, this is 20 years ago. It's yeah, you didn't the, want Canadian, your... Canadian, pa- uh, uh, what do you call it, credit card. Uh, right, you didn't want uh, your was passport
0: there- stamped either because you'd get in trouble later, yeah.
3: Yeah, well, they, you know, it was kind of weird then. You know, who knows? I, I've got... I've got an EU passport now. I can go if I want to.
4: Okay,
0: okay. A lot of good music out of that place. Uh, tell me about this asshole appetite.
3: Uh, I don't. I, I don't know. I just started making this song like that. It was like, you know, the your typical uh, pandemic song of everything is upside down, turned around. Uh, oh, you so know, it's, you it's a more it's, whether, whether you're eating or shitting, you know? Right. So, so it's a more recent thing. Okay. But yeah, yeah, no, that's a new, that's from the last, the the new stuff, yeah, that's in the new record, that's on the, William. that's the last song on the William Blake record, and then it's got, uh, you know, uh, t- I was just trying to do a drum thing that wasn't quite like Samba School, but it was just kind of twisted, and then, uh-huh. uh, I don't know, it just, you know, all fell into place. And uh, Well, also, tell know.
0: me, tell me about the William Blake song, I didn't get to talk about that last hour. Uh,
3: well, you know, I used to play, there was this guy, Glenn Patchen, that I worked with for years who lives in Nova Scotia now, and he's from Winnipeg originally, but he was a great uh, player. He was in this band, Ola Bell. He's in a lot of people's band. he go to one foot in the jazz world, one foot in the Woodstock folky world. Uh, Glenn, we used to always play this song, this standard called I Should Care. So at one point I started working, playing this. I was trying to make, you know, a waltz, like an old school, not, maybe not even a Cajun waltz, but just a waltz. Yeah. And when I got to the bridge and I started singing, I shouldn't, I started singing, I shouldn't care. I shouldn't care. So, that, <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was a, it was a direct riff back to Chet Baker and whatnot only knowing sure, sure. that. Yeah. And, uh, and then I had some really great players on there and like, Cassie Watson, Francillon from Bed Stuy playing harp on there, and who's a sort of a great out harp player and all sorts of harp player, and and so that song it, it's very much you know William Blake is about uh, heaven, and there's the half of the words are William Blake and the other half are uh, negative Chet Baker, so you know right, and
0: people, <laughs> uh, Mr. Chet Baker was a great trumpet man and also a great singer. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm going to play uh, Love was Just a Word.
3: Love is Just a Word. <laughs>
2: Rules will get fooling. Rules will be tossed. Some will get over, but
4: most will get lost.
2: There's no use fighting on, begging for more. We got it all, but we don't. Know what it's for? Is that you need to be part of something stronger than love? With each and every person to feel like a love, all oh, the patience of the planet must go on and on this time. Slips away with a day so they say You and I Might be happy Tomorrow may bring tears A, B, and C, O Just don't know
0: For Pedro's show, that chunk of music started off with Carol Bears us with "Love Is Just a Word," love was just a word, and then we had Samuel Warda Iowa with "Holy Shit," if Bawana, Al Margolis out of Chester, New York with "Birds for Barbario," and then finally Mark Bingham, what I don't know about love, what can you tell us about that?
3: Yeah, that's a live track from 1975 in a club in Indiana. And uh, just an example of what was going on a long time ago. <laughs> and and, and uh, Carol Berzis? Carol Berzis, his dad was a, from like home of Louisiana, Thibodeau area, and was a great steel player. And Carol, now 55 years of my life, I've been around – I've heard, you know, Jimi Hendrix live in front of me. I've heard, you know, hundreds of great guitar players, and Carol is one of the best guitar players that ever lived. Well, He's also completely insane, so that <laughs> those two things go together. And Carol plays in a cover band, sits in a chair, and plays in a cover band that plays mostly Mexican restaurants. So he, I, I had put him, I brought him on a Marianne Faithful record. He was weird enough that him and Mary Ann got along fine. Oh, good. But he would, co- he would come to the session wearing a long black shirt and short shorts. So it looked like he had a mini skirt on or something. You know, he's, like, <laughs> way out there and lives in, like, this teeny little place in Slidell, Louisiana, and uh, just, uh, just plays like every note is beautiful.
0: Slidell. People, if you take the bypass, you go through Slidell if you want to get to... That's it. Or Slide 11.
3: (laughs) Slidell was the lawyer for the Confederacy, so I always call it Slide 11.
0: (laughs) And there's a big-ass causeway across Lake Ponch train there. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I didn't get to ask you about the Bells.
3: Uh, The Bells, uh, that was something that where. I made up this riff and I just recorded it and I had done the drums and then I put the drums. So those two things were together. And then I actually did, it was the whole idea is this was going to be improvised and I improvised the whole vocal or my vocal was done in one pass. And that was that. And then, so the whole thing, the, the bass player, Brian Weber came in and played bass on it. And then I put some uh, Lily Lewis and Michael Servis came in and sang, but otherwise all of my stuff was just done in one take, layered. So I think of it as layered improv, you know.
0: Yeah. And about what time? What What was the year when you
3: did this? That was like last year.
0: Oh, okay. So this is part of the recent batch too. Okay, great.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No. Great. Great. You know, and uh, and you know, and like I made up the words kind of on the spot, so it was kind of like okay. You know, sometimes you just do something you don't know why you did it. You don't know if it's any good, you don't know if it makes sense, but you just do it anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. Look, we're at the end <laughs> of this <laughs> I'm totally into it. Let's end of the second hour, January 18, 2023. Dishwat Peter's special guest, Mark Bingham. Hold tight for hour three. January 18th, 2023, it's the third hour of the Watch for Peter show.
5: Bow, bow, bow.
6: Roll the ball, the buck. Down butter should be less.
0: Show start off third hour with great balls of butter. This is little Freddie King. We're going to hear the story in a little bit. Mark Bingham will enlighten us, people. Uh, After that, was Boba Stereo Club and M. Takara with Grappa. Grappa is the kind of liquor they make from the the seeds and the stems and the skins of the grapes. Uh, Bob Stagner with Evan Libson, Mike Baguette after that with Miner he's green this is part one or 2 Well, we'll next episode part two and then all roses mark bingham so first hip us to uh, little freddie king mark
3: oh little freddie's been around forever he's probably i can't remember he's 83 84 now still rolling yeah great. uh you know and uh years 10 years ago so somebody came to me and said they wanted to do a label and put out a bunch of 45 so I made a bunch of tracks then I got people got my friends and comrades to come and do stuff on the track and so I gave I had this idea it was like uh, this went back to Billy Crystal and so who do I got to stump around here for some soft butter (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so anyway uh, and so I said yeah Freddie you're in the restaurant and and you are trying to put the butter in your bread, but it's like... You know, that that happened okay. to me
0: when uh, I met Gene Simmons. I had a a, a cassette that I just, of, of mastering, of something I just had mastered. I went right straight to the gig, and he was asked. We were talking about something, and, and I tried to give him the cassette, and he goes, who do I have to blow to get that? And I said, nobody, you can just take... You no, know, he goes, who do I have to blow? <laughs> By this time, like, it's just me and him in the room, it was, yeah, it's kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, if we were off the air, I'd
3: tell you some Gene stories.
0: <laughs> oh, you got some Gene Simmons stories, too. Okay.
3: Oh, my God. I worked for them for a minute in their writing pool at their office on Madison and 60th Street in Manhattan in oh. 75.
0: Well, that's what, you know we only saw them once when they had a record. We saw them because they, they would open for anybody here in uh, South Bay, Uh right. Like Savoy Brown, Wishbone Ash, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, anybody. right? Yeah, anybody. Oh so God. we saw them when the the Kiss sign was just light bulbs. It was really little, so it might have might have been just before that because I remember when the first album came out and we heard it. It was so slow compared
3: to how they played
0: live. And what about All Roses?
3: Uh, all Roses is, um, um, I don't know, you know, I just started making a piece. I, you know, sometimes I have no idea. Uh, well, let me tell you, let me ask you I this. I ended up that way. Let me ask you this.
0: <laughs> is it recent or is it
3: old? No, it's recent. It's okay. like also pandemic time. Yeah. Okay. and And so you don't, it just came to you? Well
0: what, well what do you have do you, uh, not, you were saying it, you're, you said you it were was always...
3: like insects I had a lot of insects that I were in my yard so i I'd, I'd record them and then it turns out insects are largely in 12 eight right Oh really so, okay. uh, yeah the bugs the bugs in Henderson are you know grooving on that <laughs> and and so I got this guy Jim Kolachek, who's a great drummer and Jim came in and played and played with the bugs. And then you take the bugs and you lock the bugs back to Jim. So that is you put a noise gate on the bugs and trigger it off of the drums. And then the whole thing is locked up. So you do like the Prince technique, only make crazy music with it. <laughs> okay. okay. So I don't know. Nobody's going to get that, but that's, you know noise gates and triggering. Yeah. That's every Prince song ever. Just about.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Now you were saying in the old days you were searching for a studio, but, but you got one now in your pad. So things like, this Oh yeah. And, yeah. I've
3: had, I've had a studio forever now. I mean for 20 some years. So yeah.
0: Yeah. So when a notion hits you, you just try to capture it.
3: Oh yeah. So I, I, you know, I pretty much work every day. I mean, it's just what I do, you know?
0: No, oh, that's beautiful. Truly, truly it is. And th- there's not like having a home studio, people. There used to be a huge gulf between music makers and music recorders, but that's changing. Part of it's because the technology got more econo, but I also think people opening up their minds. Uh, here, we shall overcome. John Bout. John uh, Boutet. Boutte, I'm sorry. John Boutet. John Because, you know, French, yeah. sometimes you don't say them last letter, so I didn't know how they say it. Maybe it's been anglicized. But l- let's listen to that right now.
2: yellow That mm-hmm. we
4: I loved you. You'd say it's not a good thing. You'd tell me that you think that we should just be friends, but I don't want to pretend any
2: more
1: To be thought by the world as non-attractive is so cruel a twist of birth. To be told your weight is too much or not enough, not enough your face, shape, uh, uh, well, uh, unique. Not, not to look like TV and cable, not to walk like magazines, not to smell like designed aromas, is so much the way life really is. Despite tons of pretty people crisscrossing this century, beauty remains a rare thing, as rare as infant eyes in an adult head somewhere after high school and a prom night that should have been my first abortion you wonder is there anyone is there anyone in this whole wide kaleidoscope who can truly, truly, what I mean by truly is be sincere. Be sincere in feeling and understand how that mustard spot spilt on my blouse may be several days old, but I'm not a filthy person. Yes, a bit uncaring about neatness, but but you could eat off the floor in my kitchen. That's a joke. I don't have any chairs in my kitchen. And sometimes when I come in late at night, I sit on the floor and eat Chinese in the (laughs) semi-dark. Love, love excites me, love excites me, and loveless sex turns me off. Is that confusing? Like, like a lake at high tide I totally open myself to someone I love And if I don't I only want him to hurry up and be over Although I never kiss and never tell them that I never kiss and never tell them that We all know There is such a thing as too much reality. But you know, if, if I could find a man somewhat like my cat, I could touch him and talk to him, tell all focus on sanity and share slices of apple and my dimpleless smile, the strange odor of my hair when it's wet by the silver rain I've walked into to forget the dryness of days. at work they trained me in congeniality show me how to smile at strangers with money in their hands my mother told me never to do that if you saw my chronology you would look at my finger nails and shake your head. The bitten edges confirmation that loneliness is a compulsive eating disorder. And what I do with my hands a blues connotation. Did I mention I'm black? Well, dark brown, really. Smile. And female wants the I'm rambling, aren't I? On a job application for a position I never got, I once put down Ornette Coleman. As kin to notify because of that song he made, Lonely Woman. I'm I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure he stole those sound tears from someone he had hurt made cry I'm sure he stole those sound tears from someone he had hurt made cry cause no man has ever really felt
0: Watch for pedro Show Last Music for this edition. Start off that chunk with John Butte with We Shall Overcome. Then Tom Hall with Journey in Between Two Stops. Head Boggle with Dual Piano Theme. Tom Moody in the all-new Greatest Hits Band. <laughs> got some balls going. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Love and Death. And finally, this might be a cover. might be some Ornette Coleman. Lonely Woman. Courtney Bryan, Right. And Kalamu. Ya Salam. You guys. Yeah. It. Well, this last tour I did in the spring with Mike Begetta, MSSV Praj, that was part of the encore. What we did, we, we took Little Doll. You know, the Stooges' Little Doll, Dave uh, Alexander, actually got that bass lick from Pharaoh Sanders' Upper Egypt, Lower Egypt. So I wanted to show, well, Mike Begetta knew this anyway. He calls his music post-genre. The music is music. and Why can't? Stooges and Pharaoh Sanders being the same, but it's all music. Why can't they? So sure. we played that, and then in the middle, we brought in, uh, especially the, what Charlie Hayden did on the bass for Lonely Woman. So made a lot of drama there and stuff. Uh, beautiful. Ornette Coleman, big influence on John Coltrane reading these books. It was uh, gave him a big sea change. This thing about, like you were talking. Giant steps. Well, he wanted to leave that harmonic thing behind and get more into rhythm and melodies, and he thought Ornette was kind of pointing the way. Yeah. But, but tell me about these two songs, John Butte.
3: John Butte has been a great singer in New Orleans. He's from a you know, what we all call the Creole Mafia in New Orleans, you know, the families that have been kicking around for a long time. And they've got, there's 10 Boute kids. They all lived in one room and slept in bunk beds. The boys on one side, the girls on the other. Dad was a handyman and mom was the uh, personal assistant to the coroner. Anyway, they're all musical. And um, John has been one of the great New Orleans singers for a long time. And uh, this was, oh, 97, we did that. Now that was just the whole idea of taking that song and making it a little more mysterious harmonically and letting John do his thing. And there it was.
0: Right, right. You documented
3: it. Yep.
0: Right. And and, and Lonely Woman, this cover?
3: Lonely Woman, Kalamu Yasalam I've worked with off and on. We used to have a band with me and him and Kid Jordan, which could have another band that was could have been called Crowd Control, you know, and uh, Kid's like a hero now, but for a long time in New Orleans, be like everyone would like run when he would come. But I work with Kid forever, and Kid is – Kid and Ornette will play together. I think before even Ornette went to L.A. You
0: mean uh, Fort what
3: Worth? What's that? Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah, and Kid's K- like K- uh, K- I think it was called Kids K- from I think Cajun it was- Country, uh, and he's part like. He, he's, he looks like he's Ethiopian, but he's part uh, Choctaw. So, you know, he's like an amazing look and yeah. history of Kid. But Kid is uh, one of the biggest, most influential cats in Louisiana forever, but he's never really gotten much press or anything. Yeah, I think it was called
0: Caravan of Dreams in uh, Fort Worth.
3: Um, Oh, yeah, that was, well, even before, I I don't, you know, we're talking Kid, remember when uh, Motown would drag New Orleans Cats to Detroit? That's right. And Kid played on, he would play Barry in that. Kid was a music director for Anthony Newley, and he's also playing with all the Chicago Cats and the, Anthony Newley. So, kid, kid was all over the lot.
0: I got to tell the listeners, Anthony Newley, big influence on David Bowie. If you ask who he
3: sings. Exactly. <laughs> who can I turn to? Right. What kind of food am I? Nobody <laughs> needs me. Yeah, look. Oh, Bowie. Yeah, Bowie will eat anybody's. Bowie's like the Robin Williams of uh, singing. Absolutely, grab, grab everybody's shit and right. spit it back out.
0: Including Brother Lou and Ig.
3: Uh, So what's the the next plan for you, Mark? Uh, I don't know. I'm making more music. I've been in the process of moving. I've been selling most of my stuff, and I'm going to become a wandering sadhu. Whoa. And uh, see what happens.
0: But you got more releases coming, right?
3: Yeah, a bunch of that. And I've got some gigs in Indiana.
0: But when these releases come out, Please come back on the show. Let's play them and talk about it. Oh, yeah,
3: we'll do it. I'm going to bang them all out in the next few months, but, you know, I can stagger some of them. But I've got new stuff. I'm making a bunch of new stuff. So, right. you know, it's all same old
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: Right. As long as it's got Mark B- Bingham involved, what wants to hear. All right. <laughs> okay, brother. <laughs> Safe seat. All right. Here. People here spend the January, January 18, 2023 edition walk. Pedro shall keep your powder dry.